What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Keith Hartwell Jr. with Decision Time, the podcast bringing you everything faith, family, and fitness. Today, I want to continue our conversation that we started up a couple weeks ago on traumatic rejection. Uh, since releasing that episode, it has been some great feedback that has been received. It is some um, some people that have given some amazing input, amazing insight from different perspectives. And I want to definitely say thank you to everybody that has uh, inputted any type of advice that there could be. Um, going towards that. So, um, as you know, last week or two weeks ago, I should say, I'm sorry, when we initially spoke on this, we really had um, tackled a lot of the issues that are brought about um, within the development of traumatic rejection within people um, in the athletic field, I'll, I'll say. But please understand that these things are factors that can be factored into all different types of backgrounds and upbringings. And um, today, since we already have tackled a lot of the issues that cause it, I really want to go into uh, some more solutions that we have actually um, noticed that a lot of people have done to overcome traumatic rejection or um, that they wish they would have had within the past, um, you know, to help them not really be affected by it. <clears throat> now, one thing that I think that we always have to remember is that we cannot necessarily coddle. Um, ourselves or our children in this world like it's going to be hardships that we're going to all have to face and with that being said you know sometimes coddling the the child or the person a little bit too much can also weaken them and so how do we go about trying to um, deflect this uh, rejection from somebody and from really entering into their mind and, and speaking it over themselves and um, one of the things is is something that we touched on last week, but really didn't go in depth. And that's like, how many more opportunities are you opening up, you know, this person to to understand different aspects of their life? And I, and I always tell everybody when I tore my MCL and football had to be put on hold um, for me and it, and it started, you know, that that dream of making it to the NFL really started looking dim for the first time in my life. Um, I really had got to a point to where I felt lost. I didn't understand who I was. And it wasn't really until um, that moment where I was kind of forced to now look outside of sports and figure out who I am, you know, without sports being that main determining factor that really helped me expand as a person and helped me find myself as a young man and as an individual. And And so I think that's something that is a major key when it comes down to people surrounding themselves only with sports all their life and I, i'm not downing anybody for putting your kids in a lot of sports because there are many benefits to it but there's also a certain point that we have to realize what else are we teaching them about themselves how are we teaching them to uh to to see different sides and point of views of their life so that way they are not one-sided within how they even look at themselves and um, for me, when I, I got into um, communications, communications class really had changed my life. Shout out to Professor A.B. Um, I'm not sure if he's still at uh, College of Southern Nevada, but at that time he was. And that was somebody who had um, really poured into me in the sense of seeing a, a young man who was, um, I want to say, in a sense, possibly like how, how he was. I know he was a former athlete as well, but I think he saw that I had a one track mind and only thought of myself in one way and really had um, opened up my mind and exposed me to different opportunities as as a young black man in an inner city setting to say, 
I'm I'm not subject to only having to be successful through entertainment or through sports. I can be successful in many different ways. And um, even just through knowing him, that, that opened me up to, to meeting and seeing other people that came from similar backgrounds that were told the same things that we were that we had limited abilities of making it out limited abilities of being successful and they still made it happen anyway and so i think that's that's definitely key number one that we really have to understand and and get through to to this next generation and even the generation that is around right now um is that we have to realize what what it is that we are and who it is that we are outside of that arena that we are within whether it be music whether it be um, sports um, or any other type of entertainment and anything that else that that is just one sided. You know, you even have some kids that are just like they're so academic that that's all they think of themselves. And we have to learn to expose ourselves and expose our children to different things that that expand upon their own thinking and their own understanding of themselves. So I definitely think that that's been factor number one that I've noticed so much within different stories that have come about. And um, I had a I had a great conversation with one of my coworkers um, a couple weeks back after the show had had aired, and um, you know we we also got on the subject of there's many people that have seen such high success growing up within you know the the realm of sports that their first sense of rejection is not until they get up to the highest ranks um, of making it to the NFL, um, making it to a, a high collegiate program. And then all of a sudden that rejection hits after all your life, all of you, all you've heard was yes. And all you've heard was you're the you're the best and things like that. And then now when it comes down to it and you hit that wall of somebody telling you um, that, hey, like, you know, you're not you're not that guy right now. There's somebody else that's better. And it seems like you you fall into a slump within your game that you just can't dig yourself out of. A lot of people take that hard. A lot of people do go off off the deep end because it's a completely new experience for them. And I think for some people it's sitting back and like, Oh, like, you know, if you knew that you couldn't handle that, then why'd you get into sports? I think that it's a lot of things that we don't recognize is tougher to handle than, uh, than what it actually is until we actually deal with it. So we have to, you know, yes, find compassion in that, but you know, there's a lesson within people's stories that go that way. You know, how is it that it could have been uh, a certain point of level headedness, if if you will, for lack of better words, um, that, hey, one day somebody is going to not see you as the best. Somebody is going to put somebody else ahead of you. You know, how, how do we instill that in in anybody um, just so that way as they move forward, they don't feel like a failure when they first hit that wall? And yes, I think a large part of that is making sure that, hey, we do not coddle them. That is not something that we can do and just like baby their emotions because the real world is not going to baby their emotions. But it is a sense of, hey, like we have to we have to go about life in a humble approach of understanding that although we love to feel like we are the best, that is something that is never going to be a universal fact in everybody's head. You can look at the greats like LeBron, MJ, Kobe, you know, just to name just to name those guys within that um, arena of basketball. And you will see that everything is very opinion based. And I think that's one thing that we don't really recognize is that the stuff that we do, the stuff that we engage in and and really have a true love and liking for within our lives. and, And in certain cases, what we define ourselves under 
you know, is nothing more than a, a contest of opinions. And when we start to realize that and understand that, then I think that we will really start to be able to take ourselves to a different level because when you understand that somebody else's opinion is not a fact of you and, and nor does it define you, it takes away some shackles that, that really try to hold you back as a person, um, whether it be as a young man or a young woman in anything that you are doing. So you really have to expand expand yourself and, and, and um, <clears throat> allow other people allow other people to come about within your life that that can help you expand upon that uh like i said my my professor was the one who did that for me and if you would have asked me when i first had enrolled in his class whether i thought that he would be that person to help me out i would have told you absolutely no i thought that was going to be a professor that i was not going to get along with um but god put puts people in your life for a reason and sometimes i think that we ourselves will shun somebody because you know, we don't see it from their perspective of what they see in us. And so at times we take it as disrespect. At times we take somebody asking more of you as like, oh, you're just trying to be hard on me. But those are the people that we need in our lives. Um, as much as I dealt with traumatic rejection in sports, having somebody outside of that area and in areas that I had not really tried to develop push me to do more was exactly what I needed and in a sense he was just like how my football coaches were growing up you know to push me to say hey challenge yourself challenge yourself in a different way do things differently why are you in a class of 30 40 people and willing to be 20th in the class be number one and those are the things that we have to help people find is that competitive instinct that that really drove them to what they love you know is that that competitive nature of feeling like they they want to be the best they have the opportunity to be the best um and find that in different areas that you know whether it be expanding their knowledge whether it be expanding um their speaking skills things like that and you'll be surprised how much your passion for that sport or for that entertainment source or anything like that will lead you to that purpose um eventually within your life if you're not already there um, so so those are those are a couple things that that I have noticed within some of the stories that that we have dealt with. And then two, like uh, one of the things is it, that we also touched on uh, last week, but didn't really go in depth as parents, as mentors uh, and, and just as people that are looked up to by younger kids and, and athletes and even and even at times uh, different adults. We have to realize that, you know, there's a way that we need to instill a level of confidence in people um there's a way that that we need to get people to understand this that the mental game of things the mental hustle within day-to-day -day life is the that is the pinnacle of you being successful at the end of the day no matter what it is that somebody else thinks about you you have to find that mentally within yourself and that's one thing that even within my personal training business now when i deal with clients the first thing that we try to tackle is mindset and there's a reason for that is because when you look at anybody who is successful success is going to leave clues and their success did not start with uh inconsistency within trusting themselves within having um um you know a high regard of themselves and i'm not saying to a point of arrogance but just to a point of confidence and understanding that hey even at times where I'm going to have my confidence shaken, my confidence cannot be broken down. And there's a big difference 
between somebody who has a shaky confidence that can be broken down and somebody who has a strong confidence that will feel it shake but will not ever let it crumble at any point and that's a place that we really have to help people get to and and that's just by reassuring um a lot of these kids and not once again like this is not in any type of way to advocate coddling a person or a child but it is in a way of saying how am i going to look at how this person learns how am i going to look at this person's mannerisms and actions and really try and help them become the better version of themselves and see that within themselves because as much as people want to say oh i'm not a coach i'm not a trainer i'm not a life coach this that and the third when you have people that look up to you you are at that time put in that place and I know it's not all the time that we ask for these roles and these responsibilities, but we still have to recognize when we are within those points, because sometimes things that that we have influence over are outside of what we would have thought we had control over at that time. God put us in a place for a reason. And there's something that's influential about you that he wants you to be able to pour into somebody else. So a lot of times we we are in those positions and we don't recognize it or we try to ignore it thinking that hey that's not my responsibility and it i've always believed that it takes a village and sometimes that village expands out of the the people that you knew growing up it expands out of the people that your parents knew and may have um placed around you within within their own actions and sometimes it's the people that you just start to interact with later on in life and so we have to understand when we are part of that village that comes into somebody's life pour into them build them up find different ways to to be you know what you felt like you did not have um you know the bible says that a wise man will learn from others mistakes while a fool will learn from his own and we are not allowing anybody to have an opportunity at wisdom if we are not sharing our experiences and helping them out through the the lack of experience that we had the lack of resources that we had and giving them an opportunity to be able to grow from the mistakes that that we have made and hopefully will not continue to make <laughs> And so that way we can really uh, take it to a place of seeing success within our communities, uh, within our loved ones and within the next generation as a whole, um, you know, really rise to a different level and start to see more of themselves. And we can we can have the opportunity to get ourselves and our next generations out of the one sided mindset of I only have one way of making it um, and and feeling like they are in basically just a golden prison in a sense of you know hey if i make it i'm good but if i don't this is detrimental to my life no no um choice should necessarily feel like that especially to uh kids and even young adults that that have been taught that for so long it's a it's a time that now we need to expand our minds we need to expand our opportunities and we need to expand our resources and um so once again i want to thank everybody that that gave in their input because i noticed one thing about the people that gave their input and uh are trying to progress out of that mindset and dealing so much with it right now um or having dealt with it within their life is that they all are doing things to try and give back in their community um, whether it be through youth coaching, whether it be through mentorship programs, whether it be through uh, organizations that they have developed to help out help out kids. Um, you know, I really uh, kids and adults, I should say, I really want to thank all you guys because it shows that even uh, even with some of y'all not recognizing that uh, traumatic rejection was something that was a large part of your life or any part at all. 
um, I see that you guys saw that there was a, a point of improvement that needed to be made and you wanted to be a part of that change. Um, so I applaud every single one of y'all. And even if I have not spoken to you, but you are somebody that's out there doing that same thing, I applaud every single one of y'all because y'all are the reason that uh, changes are going to come. And y'all are the reason that things are going to be able to progress within the next generation. And God is really placing something within your heart. And I, I declare and decree that he's placing something over every single word that you speak into the life of somebody else to help them grow and to help them be better. So, guys, I, I hope this helped you guys out. Um, this this whole journey of looking into this has been a true blessing for me, as I said on the last episode. And I cannot tell you guys enough how much joy has brought me to be able to see a brighter side of things. Um, cause like I told you, I dealt with it for a long time and in certain, certain areas of my life still deal with it. Um, but this is, this has been such an eye opening experience and I've seen so much hope through other, other people that I've spoken with and hearing their testimonies of how they've dealt with it, how they, how they've grown from it and their perspective and outlook while dealing with it has truly, uh, opened up some light in my eyes to say, you know, Keith, you more than that. Keith, you can have more confidence in these different areas and you have to you have to do the work to grow that confidence in those different areas. Um, so I want to thank you all even for, for the help of my development, along with the help of the next generations and the younger generations that are that are here right now that you guys are putting in the effort to help out. So, guys, that's our episode for today. I hope this once again bless you guys and helped you guys out in some way. If it did, please make sure you share it to a loved one, a friend, a family member who can be blessed by this episode. And if you have made it this far and have not listened to the previous episode where we talked uh, more in depth on the causes of traumatic rejection, please make sure you head on over to that episode and give that a listen as well. So, guys, until next time, y'all be blessed and I'll see y'all next time on Decision Time.